This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. On this Thursday, September 15th, 2022, oh, we got some nice weather. It's continuing here. We got blue skies going to be in the lower 80s today. Nice cool mornings. Nice hot afternoons. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast this morning. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. Today is your top five headlines for this Thursday. Let's start off with headline number five. Stacey Abrams denies she ever denied losing the gubernatorial election in Georgia. Fox News, a host of The View, praised Georgia Democratic gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams for not conceding her election in 2018 as she defended her claim that she won her race against Republican Governor Brian Kemp. Abrams said she appreciated the framing of Hostin's question. I have never denied that I lost. I don't live in the governor's mansion. I would have noticed, she said. From the RNC research, Stacey Abrams is again claiming she never denied that she lost the 2018 Georgia gubernatorial election. She's lying. The beauty of uh, video is uh, let's listen to her in her own words. Then you can decide. I have never denied that I lost. I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. You refuse to concede and say that you lost. Do you stand by that decision today? Absolutely. The election was not fair. The process was not fair. Was the election in Georgia statewide a free and fair election? It was not a free and fair election. But will I say that this election was not tainted? was not a disinvestment and a disenfranchisement of thousands of voters, I will not say that. You uh, notably did not concede. I did not. Okay, you acknowledged that he won, but you did not concede. Correct. Five months later, do you still feel like your opponent won through voter suppression? Yes. Georgia voters did not have their votes counted. They were not allowed to cast votes. They had their votes discarded. And it was not fair to those who filled out absentee ballots. And depending on the county you sent it to, it either was counted or not counted, assuming you received it in time. Brian Kemp oversaw for eight years the systematic and systemic dismantling of our democracy. And that means there could not be free and fair elections in Georgia. So you don't feel that you lost fair and square. Okay, well, uh, Stacey Abrams, you are obviously lying because we just heard in your own words that uh, you have not conceded and you thought that the election was tainted or stolen. So uh, there you go, folks. Uh, Democrats, when it's uh, in their favor, then they can make their claims. But when it's Trump out there making his claims, then it's uh, racist election deniers. The hypocrisy is very obvious and Stacey Abrams is obviously not telling the truth, and therefore we can see very clearly because she's very transparent. So uh, good luck, Stacey, and your future as an elected official because it's obvious that you don't tell the truth. 
All right, headline number four. Valedictorian in Mexico faces severe reputational backlash for expressing differing opinions in commencement speech. From the Daily Wire, a university student in Mexico is facing the loss of his license to practice psychology over a speech he gave as the school's valedictorian challenging radical gender theory and defending the traditional family. The autonomous university of Baja California is expected to make a judgment in September on Christian Cortez Perez's future following calls from some of the school's professors to have the graduate academic degree and professional license withheld. ADF International, in his speech, he voiced his deeply held moral convictions regarding the state of the world today on many issues, including the importance of the family and the sanctity of life. Since then, he has been the subject of a silencing and sanctioning campaign initiated by the school's professors, resulting in severe reputational harm and a potential ban on his ability to practice in the field of psychology. The professors issued a manifesto calling on the university to sanction Christian so-called hate speech by, number one, withholding his academic degree and professional license, number two, withdrawing his merit award, and number three, alerting psychological associations across Mexico regarding his actions. So this, uh, this woke, this critical race theory, this uh, neo-modern Marxist totalitarian dictatorship theory and ideology has spread far and wide. It's like a cancer that began many, many years ago. Communist Party infiltrating the universities and teaching their garbage on campuses and has spread through the U.S. And because the U.S. is the the light of the world, it's it sends that message out to all the other countries around the world. And we can see that this is happening down in Mexico, that the universities down there have been indoctrinated by this, this neo-Marxist ideas and, and neo-Marxist theory, modern theory. And uh, they're now out here pushing this on uh, those individuals that have traditional values such as the family and common sense. It's bad. It's like a cancer spreading all over its body, all over the world, and we've got to push back. We've got to address it and bring it out in the open. All right, headline number three. White House failed to address inflation earlier, which is why it rages today. Katie Pavlich, less than 24 hours after President Joe Biden hosted a celebration of inflation on the South Lawn of the White House Tuesday afternoon, top Obama economist Steve Ratner is warning things are going to get much worse for American families. The U.S. entered a recession in July after two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. The White House and Democrats continue to claim the U.S. is not actually in a recession, much like they claimed inflation didn't initially exist, before becoming a manageable or transitory problem. From the RNC research, former Obama economist Steve Ratner sounds the alarm. Even more economic pain is ahead if prices are going to come down. From town hall, manageable, temporary, transitory, not long-lasting, Putin's fault, 0% inflation. The Biden administration has failed at every turn to address crippling inflation that is devastating American families. CNBC. Home buyers' demand for mortgages fell 29% from last year as interest rates surged past 6%.
Okay, so the economy is most definitely going to be at the top of the list in the midterms. And this is why the Obama administration is trying to pull a little hocus pocus on us and tell everybody that there is no problem with inflation, that it's zero, that it's transitory, it doesn't exist, it's Putin's fault. All the excuses that they come up with, it's not going to work because the American people, they know when they go down to the grocery store to fill up their car, they can see that the prices are out of reach. And this problem is exactly what's going to be and what will make a tremendous red wave in the midterms to put the stranglehold on this Biden administration has completely screwed up the American economy. No matter what Joe Biden says, it's what we see that matters and the American people can see very clearly. All right, headline number two, inflation nears 40-year high. The Associated Press, U.S. inflation is showing signs of entering a more stubborn phase that will likely require drastic action by the Federal Reserve, a shift that has panicked financial markets and heightens the risks of a recession. Some of the longtime drivers of higher inflation spiking gas prices, supply chain snarls, soaring used car prices are fading, yet underlying measures of inflation are actually worsening. The ongoing evolution of the forces behind an inflation rate that's near a four-decade high has made it harder for the Fed to wrestle it under control. Prices are no longer rising because a few categories have skyrocketed in cost. Instead, inflation has now spread more widely through the economy, fueled by a strong job market that is boosting paychecks, forcing companies to raise prices to cover higher labor costs, and giving more consumers the wherewithal to spend. RNC Research. CBS admits the Democrats' Bidenflation scam does nothing to stop food, electricity, and rent prices from crushing Americans. Again, it doesn't matter what Joe Biden tells you. You can see it in your pocketbook. That's all that counts. Politicians are basically liars at heart. Joe Biden is a master of lies. You've seen it already for the last two years. And so you know how much you spend. You can see the inflation. Nobody has to spin you or gaslight you and tell you any different than what you see every day. All right, headline number one. Latino voters losing confidence in the Democrats. Wall Street Journal. Latino voters are among the fastest growing groups in the electorate, accounting for some 16 million voters in 2020, or more than 10% of the voter pool. Once a solidly Democratic bloc, Latino voters are emerging as a swing group available to both parties with its voting preferences splitting along economic and class lines. In 2020, Latino voters who backed one of two major candidates gave Mr. Biden 63% of their vote, according to a detailed analysis by Catalyst, a Democratic voter data firm. That was eight percentage points lower than Mr. Biden's party had won four years earlier. Washington Examiner, although President Joe Biden was elected with a majority of Latino voters backing him, his supporters has waned over the last year amid rising crime and inflation. Both Democrats and Republicans have poured massive funding into reaching Hispanic voters ahead of the midterm elections as both parties seek to gain control of Congress. Okay, so we're seeing a, a, a massive move of the Hispanics to the Republican Party. 
because they can see very clearly they're uh, they're fed up with all the wokeism and the transgenderism and LGBTQ stuff being taught in their schools. Most of the Latinos come out of the Catholic religion. They're very much pro-family and pro-values, family values and religious values. And the Democratic Party has has lurched so far left that they have taken God out of their platform, and the Latinos are gravitating towards the Republican Party. So this is a trend that has started, and I believe it will continue, especially if the Democrats keep moving so far to the left, which they continue to do each and every election cycle. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday, September 15th. Thanks for joining us this morning on the Affirm America podcast, and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. See you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it.